This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shea Stevens. A judge has unsealed court documents naming more than 150 people allegedly associated with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. NPR's Windsor Johnston reports that a judge in New York ordered the release of the documents. The list includes the names of a number of wealthy and powerful men, including former presidents Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, the late New Mexico governor Bill Richardson, Britain's Prince Andrew, and former Vice President Al Gore. The fact that these men were named in the documents does not mean they did anything wrong or face criminal allegations. Epstein died by suicide while awaiting trial in New York City in 2019. The U.S. attorney in Manhattan also prosecuted Epstein's former partner, Ghislaine Maxwell, for helping to recruit his underage victims. She was convicted in 2021 and is currently serving a 20-year prison term. Windsor Johnston, NPR News. Republican lawmakers in Maine are pressing the state's top elections official to either resign or be impeached. As Maine Public Radio's Kevin Miller reports, the lawmakers are upset over her decision to remove former President Trump's name from Maine's primary ballot. Republican leaders in the Maine legislature contend that Democratic Secretary of State Shanna Bellows was motivated by politics or her own ambition when she disqualified Trump because of his attempts to overturn the 2020 election results. A GOP lawmaker's resolution to impeach Bellows appears unlikely to pass the Democratic-controlled House next week. But Minority Leader Representative Billy Bob Falkingham said Wednesday that his caucus is united. Secretary of State Shanna Bellows has demonstrated herself unfit for the office of Secretary of State with this decision. She has made a decision that threatens to throw our country into chaos. Bellows says she acted impartially and called the impeachment push a sham. For NPR News, I'm Kevin Miller in Augusta, Maine. A pair of near-simultaneous bombings in central Iran Wednesday claimed more than 100 lives and left dozens more injured. Officials there say the death toll could go higher. As NPR's Gina Raff reports, there is still no claim of responsibility for that attack, nor Tuesday's assassination of a senior Hamas leader in Lebanon. Israel had warned after the October 7th start of the war that it would target Hamas officials in other countries. And Hamas leader Hassan Nasrallah had said even before that, that if Israel assassinated any officials in Lebanon, Hezbollah, the major player here, would retaliate. So as much as people are upset that Israel appears to have launched drone strikes in the capital city, they're perhaps even more afraid that any large-scale Hezbollah retaliation could go spiraling into a conflict that could become out of control. Jane Araf reporting from Beirut. You're listening. To NPR News. Authorities in New Jersey say they have found no evidence that would link a fatal shooting outside a mosque in Newark to terrorism. Imam Hassan Sharif was shot to death while sitting in his car early Wednesday. The prosecutor in Essex County, Ted Stevens, says the motive for the shooting has not yet been determined. Junior doctors in the UK are on a six day strike over pay. From London, Villa Marks reports that the walkout affects nearly half of Britain's doctors. Top executives at Britain's National Health Service have expressed concern that health services in some parts of Britain could reach a standstill in the coming days. The decision to strike followed a failure in pay talks between the UK government and the British Medical Association, the union that represents most younger doctors. 
Union representatives said ministers had not presented them with what they called a credible pay offer. The government said it would not resume negotiations until the strikes were cancelled. Strikes have continued sporadically for more than a year across Britain's public services amid high inflation that's only recently started to fall. For NPR News, I'm Villa Marks in London. According to the Treasury Department, the nation's gross national debt has reached a new record high, surpassing $34 trillion. The department had projected the federal debt would reach that level in the fiscal year 2029. The Biden and Trump administrations borrowed heavily to stabilize the economy during and after the COVID pandemic. Last year, Republicans in Congress raised the nation's borrowing limit to avoid a government default under a deal that is set to expire in January of next year. U.S. futures are flat and after hours trading on Wall Street, Asia-Pacific markets are lower. I'm Shay Stevens. This is NPR News.